Good evening. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Well, good evening. Good evening. If you're new to the show, this is Alexis Robin with Nourish Life and Business Coaching. We're local up here in Tahoe and um, enjoy being on K Tahoe, our radio partners, each Monday night at five fifteen. Today we are talking about finding your dream career. And I'm not talking about going out and getting a really great job. I'm talking about creating the career that fulfills your dreams. Oh. So for um, for the past couple of years, I think it's safe to say that a lot of people have just been happy to have a job. I think so. This has been a rough economy, and there's a lot of people who are like, I'm just happy I'm getting a paycheck every week. I can handle all of the you know, crumminess and maybe not getting the raise that I wanted or not doing something that's totally fulfilling, but at least I can feed my family. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I get that. And most people haven't been searching for their dream job, but the thing is, is that I know a lot of people and myself included that did take the leap of faith to do what they really wanted to do in the midst of a very scary economy. And it's been worth it, which is why I want to talk to you about it today. Because it's been so rewarding and fulfilling to go do something that I really wanted to do and to take that leap of faith and to leave something that was a good job and on all fronts was probably the right place to stick around, but just didn't feel right to me anymore. So um, so that's been great. And I also know people who have taken pay cuts to do something that was more meaningful and more fun to them. And it's been worth it in just the overall happiness mm-hmm. and the flexibility or whatever the perk is that you're going for. Um, that generally will outweigh any extra cash that you might get in a job. True. So, um, so that's why I want to talk to you about it today. So if you're ready to reinvent your career but you don't know how to start, we'll give you some points to get started. Now, the first one is if you already know what your dream job is, go for it. Now, um, if you're lucky enough to have this idea, then you need to start creating a plan to transition. And your transition may be a five-year plan, or it may be a five-month plan, or it may be, hey, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and quit my job and start. (laughs) Um, But you should have a plan. And a lot of people, when they want to start doing something on their own, and especially you see this in Tahoe, because Tahoe, I swear, is the town of multiple jobs. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know anyone who doesn't have more than one job, almost. I mean, everybody's got some kind of side hustle, or they're doing something they really like because they like it. I mean, you've got people, look at B. Gorman. For years, she would work a full-time job over, I'm sure, way over 40 hours a week at the chamber, and then she would go teach skiing on the weekends. Why? Not because she needed the money, because she liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So there are people in this town who do that. There are tons of people. um, There's a speech therapist in town who um, also teaches skiing on the weekends, who loves to do that. So, I mean, there's all kinds of people do this. So if you know what you love to do, part of the transition can be to continue working your day job and then have your fun job or your dream job on the side. And then what happens is you'll get to a point where you start to master the um, the dream job and you start to get some traction there and it becomes a lot of work because you're doing both you've got a full-time job mm-hmm. which I don't encourage anyone to um, you know poorly perform at a full-time job while they're trying to get a side thing going you still have to do what you've committed to do in your full-time job sure but if you love what you're doing on the flip side for your dream career it's more fun so you, sometimes you don't mind working at night or on weekends or what have you so um, so go ahead and start working on the side if you can. And know that it might be 
a little bit hard once you get to that critical mass where you're almost (laughs) to a point where you can take that leap of faith, but not quite. It takes a lot of work and it can be tiring, but if you can push through that, then the other side is really brilliant. So, um, so if you already know what this dream job is, then go for it. Now, if you're not sure, if you're one of those people, like a majority of those people who don't know what your dream job is, then you need to start asking yourself some questions to get thinking. Some people aren't born knowing what their purpose is or what, what's meaningful or what they'd love to do. And one of the ways you can think about that is to ask yourself, what do you, what do I love doing? What do I love doing? What would I do in my spare time if I had, you know, five days off? What would I do with that? The other thing you can ask yourself is, when do I lose track of time? What kind of crafts do I do where I lose track of time? What kind of things do I do where I lose track of time? For me, talking to people, I lose track of time. Entertaining, doing dinner parties at our house. I mean, I'll look up at the clock and it'll be 8 o'clock. And then I'll look back up again and it's 11.30. And being at a table and having all the friends around and serving food and, you know, having a good time, that's something that I love to do. Mm -hmm. So think about those kind of things. Is it organizing or travel that you love? Is it cooking or shopping? Is it gardening? (laughs) You know, and we laugh, Shopping career. Shopping career. But guess what? There are professional buyers. There are personal shoppers. I mean, if that's something you love to do, you might be a brilliant personal shopper. And we laugh about that. But the reality is, is... You might be. Mm-hmm. You might be somebody who's great at sourcing products. Mm-hmm. So you have to think about that. What do you love to do? Do you love to help people? Do you want to be creative? Whatever you love, elements of that can be woven into your dream job. For a long time, I loved planning events and doing parties and entertaining, which I still do. And so for years, I worked as an event manager for hotels, big hotels. We did huge conventions and really cool parties and mm-hmm. themes and, I mean... You name it. We used to sit at that round table in the back of the office and come up with a million great fun ideas. And that was fun until it wasn't. And then I moved on. <laughs> so um, so think about what you love and where you lose track of time. And then um, notice how you're engrossed in it or what was going on there. And kind of jot those things down because there can be times where you can tie all that together into a dream job. Now, if you need more structure than just thinking about what you love to do, if that's not enough for you, you're like, well, yeah, I love skiing, but how am I going to make that a job? Or I love hiking, but how do I make that a job? Then you can use the ideal day visualization exercise from Martha Beck's Finding Your Own North Star. And what the ideal day visualization is, is it's having someone take you through with your eyes closed what your ideal day would be. What time would you wake up in the morning? What kind of house are you living in? Are you close to work? Are you far from work? Do you go straight into work or do you work from home? What kind of work are you doing? And you can go through this, but you don't have to label what the job is. You can keep it free-flowing. And if you do it with a coach, like I do this with people, the coach picks up on the things that you're saying. And mm-hmm. they pull out the important things. Oh, well, I want to be have the freedom to do this, that, or the other thing. Or I want my own office. Or I want to be in an office with a group of people. Um, I want to have time to relax in the morning. Okay, well, you probably don't work in the stock exchange. <laughs> unless the morning for you is from 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. So <laughs> Or radio. Or radio, right? So you need to think about that. So as you go through, you think about, you know, you go through your whole day. Also, you think about what's in your ideal closet, right? So go to your closet, get dressed. I'll take people through this guided visualization and they'll go to their closet and I'll say, what do you see? 
And it's really interesting. When I did this exercise the first time for myself, I went into my closet and I saw a whole bunch of like linen clothes and like cute, like business casual. There wasn't a bunch of, you know, high society suits and fancy pants shoes and that kind of a thing. I mean, there was a section. I'm not going to lie to you. And I think that's changed a little over time, but it was very different. (laughs) It was very different than what I had in my closet that day. Uh So that was kind of fun. So knowing what's in your ideal closet is important as well. Are there a lot of, is there a lot of luggage? Do you travel a lot? You know, you might have, um, lots of colors in your closet. You might have sundresses. Well, that probably means that you don't work in a big corporate office building if you're wearing a sundress, because typically you don't get to wear a sundress in a big corporate office building. So, um, so all of these things are really fun to do and they'll help you to provide a framework. Okay. Now I know after doing this exercise that I want to start work around nine. I want to work in a small environment. I want to have the freedom to go to lunch with friends. I want to, et cetera, et cetera. So go ahead and look for that. If you didn't catch it the first time, it's in Martha Beck's Finding Your Own North Star, which is a book she wrote um, a few, quite a few years back. She's had a few more since then, but, um, but that exercise is in there. So next step here to finding your dream job is to create a list. And much like you've heard me talk about finding an ideal mate, which we'll have to do for Valentine's. Oh, that one's always fun. That one's always fun. I'm ready to relook at that one again. That one's next. So that'll be next week, I think, um, if my dates are right. So what you want to do, though, is you want to list all of the things that would describe your ideal job. So like, Jen, if you told me my ideal job would be what? Like, what are two things you could say about your ideal job? My ideal job is I would get to talk okay, um, with people, and it would involve writing. Okay. Yeah. So um, so she's told us descriptors where she it would involve writing. So then I would say, okay, so the next step for that is take that one step further and say, what would that writing look like? And then she would go and she would reflect on that for a while and think like, what would that writing look like? Would it be writing ads? Would it be writing a blog? Would it be writing a book? Would it be writing... Um, notes or memos or meeting minutes. I mean, what would that be? Not meeting minutes. Not meeting minutes. (laughs) So we know that, but then she would describe it out. So what you're doing is you're taking these descriptors. I would want a job that's fun. Okay. Well, what does that even look like? What Mm -hmm. does, what does fun look like to you? Cause I know what fun at work looks like to me, but it might be very different from Jen's point of view. And so as you're doing that, you create these descriptors, which will tell you, um, when you find the job, you'll be able to notice it right away. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a job where you're going to have to talk to people, interview people, and we'll need you to write ads and we'll need you to write blogs all day. And Jen might go, bingo, that's it. That's it. That's exactly what I want to do. So I know. But if you just say, oh, I just want a job where I can write, and then you never take it past that, writing to you might be very different than writing to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So so you want to make that list. So think about... Um, Another example is if the descriptor was, I want a job that's flexible. I hear this a lot in my office. People come in, I want a job that's flexible. Okay, what does that look like to you? And usually it means one or two things to someone. Well, I want to be able to drop my kids off at school. Okay, so maybe you don't want a job that's flexible. You just want a job that starts at 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that sounds good, right? So it's so those kind of questions. Or um, maybe I want to be able, I don't want to have to worry if I spill coffee on my shirt, walking out the door that someone's going to freak out cause I'm late. You know, exactly. I want to know that I can show up at eight 30 and stay till four 30, or I can show up at eight and leave at four and nobody cares. 
So maybe that's what it means to you. But the thing is here is you want to create that. Another thing you can do to create your dream job is to create your own luck. People don't generally fall into their dream careers by accident. True. It happens once in a while. I'm not going to write that off. Every now and again, you just get the dream of your, or the job of your life thrown in your lap. But if you want to be a chef and you're working in the accounting department, hmm. that's an issue. You're not around food. You're not around any of the chefs. So um, you need to get out of the accounting office. If you're, if you want to find out more about your dream job, find out who's working in it and. See if you can interview them. If you want to be a radio host, call Jen up and say, hey, what's it really like? Tell me about it. Give me a call. Give her a call. Yeah. In all her free time. But, you know, if you want to be a life coach or a business coach, give me a call. Ask me, what is it like? What do you do? What kind of things do you do? You might think it's really different than what it really is. So the key here is, is you have to ask. And then be willing to accept that your job might morph. So my friend Jill, who I've talked about a couple times on the show, she started, she quit her big job at Hilton and she went to work and she had this whole business plan around being a personal chef. And she was going to go into people's homes and shop for them and then put together their meals for the whole week and have it all packaged and ready to go for them. And then about two weeks into it, she realized that was not at all what she wanted to do. What she actually wanted to do is create organic baby food. Talk about a 360 degree, like, total turn from what she was going to do. And this is not a failure. No. This is just your job morphing into something else. You realizing, hey, my gut's telling me to do something else. This is more exciting and passionate to me, and I want to do it. And so you go for it. So be willing to accept that if that happens. Be willing to, um, to, to morph what you're doing and know that the outcome might be a little different than you think. And then lastly, find a tribe. When you've made that leap of faith and you've gone after your dream job, you want to look for other people who are starting their own dream jobs too to be motivated. And it doesn't mean that you have to start your own business here. I mean, you might just love radio and this could be the dream job. And so finding it, it's like score, I'm in it. But then you might also want to find other people who love to talk and who love to write and other people who are in radio who you can share stories with and get motivated from. But having that, um, being surrounding yourself with people from your industry, in Jill's case, baby boutiques and other foodies and mm-hmm. a hummus maker, that really helps you um, stay on that path. So a lot of times um, it's just a matter of finding people to support you. So, and that kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week in creating and sustaining momentum is surround yourself with positive people who are going to help motivate you and help you sustain that momentum. So in short, life is short, so you should go after your dreams. And as my friend Maria says, there will always be a company that will overwork you and underpay you if your dream job doesn't work out. So so don't worry. Keep laughing and keep dreaming. But most importantly, take at least one step towards fulfilling your dreams today. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And happy Monday. We'll see you next week. All righty. That's been The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. You're listening to K Tahoe.